52. Sports Talk with Craig and John. Fox Sports 98.1. AM 1230. KWSN.com. John Gask is with Craig Maddock today and most days. A high fly to deep left field. Up. It is back and gone. Polanco cranks his 14th home run of the year. High and deep to left center field. Gone. A home run for Cruz. And the Twins touch Sabathia for a couple of early bombas. How about the Minnesota Twins bring their AAA club to Sioux Falls? Patrick Ricey, Minneapolis Star Tribune, in a tweet today, he has 36,500 followers. He's been a sports writer for 50 years. I find him credible, although he does like to play around on Twitter sometimes. Usually it's opinions where he actually doesn't mean what he says just to get people riled up. He's an agitator. He loves it. But he did tweet today, don't be surprised if the Twins class AAA team ends up in Sioux Falls, which is planning new ballpark. Now, in the context of that, you just go, whoa, wow. It was the last sentence of a tweet that also included, quote, CHS Field is a perfect ballpark. That's the ballpark the St. Paul Saints play in in downtown St. Paul. Any attempt to turn it into a AAA ballpark would ruin it as a modern architectural marvel. But as Shooter Walters might say... Don't be surprised if the Twins' triple-A team ends up in Sioux Falls, which is planning a new ballpark. Wowzer. Okay, so uh, I'll tell you what Sanford Sports said about that ballpark that was in their plans last September as part of the complex. I'll just tell you right now. Uh, They said there's no changes to that plan. They still plan on a ballpark on that complex. Nothing in concrete or that they've laid concrete for. But it's a plan down the road. We know Sioux Falls Stadium, the birdcage, will probably be bulldozed for parking or for other facilities to, to supplement the Denny Sanford Premier Center, bars, restaurants, etc. Those, you know, those are the basic facts that we have right now. I, I believe it's distinctly possible, and after listening to Chris Atterbury, I think it's even more possible that the Minnesota Twins could bring their Class AAA team to Sioux Falls, and it would work. What about you, Craig? Not a chance in hell. <laughs> not a chance. It's not going to happen. Um, the It was all speculation by Royce today, and he speculated on saying that someone else would speculate on saying something else. That's Charlie Walters, uh, yes. Another the the deal is, and after talking with Chris Atterbury, I got the fact that there's no way that the that Sanford Health or the city of Sioux Falls are going to build a stadium that's going to be ha- it's going to be have to be about seventy million dollars. The St. Paul Saints Stadium was built for sixty four million, and Chris Atterbury says that stadium is not AAA ready, which means it needs to be probably be bigger. It seats seventy two hundred. Uh, there's no way, especially in today's economics, the city of Sioux Falls doesn't have any money. They're going to be 20% less budget because of the this virus thing. Uh, Sanford is taking a hit uh, medically as well. There's no way they're going to build a uh, $70 million ballpark that uh, seats maybe 2,400 people. Um, I do not believe it's a baseball town. Sorry, I'm a Debbie Downer, but I would be, I, I would say I'm glad I'm wrong if it ever would happen. But the facts just don't come together, especially for a triple-A 
Um, let's face it, they, you got to make some money on if you're going to be hosting the AAA. And the attendance figures are much better for St. Paul to do it than Sioux Falls. <laughs> Gosh, thanks, Dad. Oh, oh, dar- oh deliverer of darkness. Uh, all fine points. All fine points. It feels like an uphill battle. I don't disagree that it feels like an uphill battle. An impossibility or an improbability, maybe an improbability, not an impossibility when you line some things up. So let's kind of take this piece by piece. And our phone line is open. The tires, tires, tires phone line is open for you. 336-1230. 336-1230. Could Sioux Falls and Sanford make it work? And would it work? Would it get people out to the ballpark? The Canaries are having a hard time drawing 2,000 people most nights. And some nights, especially on the weeknights, which are a lot of the times when I like to go, they have a hard time drawing 1,000 people. Uh, I think it's the city's desire to just take that stadium down. And if so, the Canaries are going to need a new ballpark anyway. And you're right, Craig. If the Canaries want to build a new ballpark, well, that seems a lot more possible and feasible, especially with Sanford probably being the most likely entity to kick in a lot of the private money on a, uh, on a complex where they, at the moment, plan on having a baseball stadium. So downtown is is a lot less likely for that to happen or anywhere near downtown. You're right. These economic times have made it hard on everybody, even the state's largest employer. But we do know that employer and its CEO, Kelby Krabinoff, has brought Summit League men's and women's basketball here, the Summit League offices, the Sanford International. It was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's not that right now. But how, what are we thinking long term for the economy of Sioux Falls? Can, it, can this be absorbed? Quite possible. I mean, Sanford has had a lot of leftover money from what it, however it does its business with its health care system that has been able to afford Great Shots Golf, the Sanford Pentagon, the Blue Rock Bar and Grill, the Sanford Fieldhouse. They have plans. They have big plans. And I understand however long we're in this pandemic it affects everybody's budget and everybody's sensibilities about plans and dreams. But they've dreamed big and they've delivered. And that's mostly Kelby Krabinoff, who has always said, why not Sioux Falls for a Champions Tour golf tournament, for the Summit League men's in basketball. They were, of course, a part of this new arena. And a lot of it has come from T. Denny Sanford. Who And why not Augustana to Division One? Their plans have not changed in the last month, even though it seems like budgets are going to get a lot tighter. They will get a lot tighter. At South Dakota State, at Minnesota, at Nebraska, and yet Augustan at the moment, all we've been told from them is we're still going for it. We're still going to go after it. And the line from Kelby and the line from Josh Wharton has been the money will be there. Will it be there for a new stadium? Perhaps if it's just an independent stadium for the Canaries. Will it be there for a AAA ballpark? Craig, I agree. It'd probably take $70 million, and you'd need more than 7,210 seats. And Atterbury told us what they have in St. Paul probably isn't AAA ready. Sioux Falls would be a lot smaller than the size of most AAA markets. But Rochester, where the, the Twins AAA team plays right now, Rochester, New York, the, the city itself, city limits, just 210,000 people. It's about the size of Sioux Falls. So, And they've been playing there for 17 years. Sioux Falls is a lot closer. Uh, you mentioned a story about uh, cutting 25% of minor league teams, Major League Baseball. Uh, that was a report you saw today. And Atterbury said that regardless of that event and that desire, Major League teams want their affiliates to be closer than where they are at, uh, as close as humanly possible. 
Rochester, New York, a thousand miles away, doesn't seem like a great idea. Sioux Falls does, if it can get a new ballpark built. All right. People are asking, what about the St. Paul Saints? You just mentioned the ballpark might not be up to standards. And then there was also this from Chris Atterbury as to why the Twins just won't go in their backyard to have their AAA franchise. Why would you sell unless it was a billion dollars? Because the way they do things, uh, they're really good at it. And why would they want to take on a bunch of restrictions and headaches and have to take orders from someone across town when they've never had to? And that's kind of how they operate. Uh, so it takes two. You can't just say, we want you, uh, and then assume they're going to come. Also, it's hilarious because for years, minor league baseball, uh, anything the Saints touched or looked at would sneer at. The, the major leagues, I'd get calls from job applicants to say, why would I hire a guy who worked in a dirty independent league? It's not even baseball. They even changed the official rules so the Saints and the independent teams couldn't call themselves minor league baseball. So I think that's a hilarious spin. I think Sioux Falls would, would be cool in a lot of ways. It would require a big ballpark, and it would require a lot of corporate money. Sioux Falls has shown they can support things fiscally and with their fandom. It would be very convenient for the Twins, but again, it's all about what ownership wants, and if ownership's happy making money the way they're doing it without any interference, then then why would they make a change? Chris Atterbury, Minnesota Twins Radio Network. He certainly did not shoot down the concept of Sioux Falls getting a Twins AAA ball club, and it sounds just based off of that that Sioux Falls is a much likelier possibility than St. Paul if the Twins were to move their class AAA operation. And he mentioned how Sioux Falls has been fiscally successful in the past. We always connect the dots to Sanford because of all the things Sanford has brought sports-wise to Sioux Falls over the last decade, and also because Sanford is already a sponsor of the Twins. How high in the hog they are as far as money spent or money spending I don't know, but we see Sanford commercials during Twins games. We see the Sanford logo when we go to Target Field, and we see it on TV during the games behind home plate with those rotating images of logos. Sanford is one of them. There's already a relationship and a connection. And again, as Chris Atterbury said, it's about what the ownership wants. I just don't think Patrick Royce goes willy-nilly and just farts for fun or makes a farting sound with his armpit on Twitter today. Just for I mean, why would this be on his mind other than... Uh, he has intel, and so does Charlie Walters. They're both plugged-in columnists. These are not fans. These are not Twitter goobers. These are reporters who put their names behind things. And he says, don't be surprised if the Twins AAA team ends up in Sioux Falls, which is planning a new park. And again, I repeat, Sanford representatives today told me, no, we don't want to appear on your show. But yes, there still is a plan to have a baseball stadium at the Sanford Sports Complex. 336-1230. Three three six one two three zero. Craig, I mentioned the uh, the uh, St. Paul Saints field is seventy two hundred. That's an old figure because they've been averaging eight thousand fans uh, per ball game up at St. Paul. So yeah. uh, I know they have a lot of uh, standing room, and sometimes they let them even sit on the field uh, on the uh, on the warning track. Uh, in some games sometimes, which uh, can be hilarious. Mm-hmm. Right, and that might be why they can go over capacity. And by the way, the Saints have a clear identity. They're fun. They're kooky. They are exactly what anybody thinks of when they think minor league baseball, and that is a compliment. Um, the money is right, though. Mike Vack will uh, go ahead and take it. But yeah, let's see what happens with this possible cutting of minor league teams mm-hmm. um, if, if that means more teams are looking at it, looking at it economically where they are going to pull teams much closer 
uh, to St. Paul in Minneapolis? Or are they going to use Cedar Rapids, Iowa, which they have a Class A ball club there, averages about the same as in Sioux Falls. I mean, do you look at other areas in Wisconsin and the Dakotas and Iowa to put put all of your minor league teams? Right. And also, Atterbury made a great point before we get to Eric on the tires, tires, tires fan line. Not in Sioux Falls' favor at the moment is what league would they play in? Because the Cedar Rapids Colonels are a Class A affiliate of the Minnesota Twins, and they're on the westernmost outpost of their league, which comprises of teams in Michigan and Wisconsin and places east of them. Sioux Falls, if they were ever to get a single-A team, they'd be way on the other side of the earth. Um, AAA, I mean, I would think Pacific Coast League. There, there are teams all over the western hemisphere of the United States. The Pacific Coast League, and I'll, I'll, I'll fire it up, but Omaha's there. But, I mean, it's not like they're all grouped together on, and going on short little bus trips like the Durham Bulls in the movie Bull Durham. I mean, it's AAA ball. They get on planes, and they fly to places a little bit far away. So I don't think necess- it doesn't look like a great geographic fit in the AAA, but the AAA has always, with again, the Pacific Coast League, there used to be an American association with... When I was growing up, that was a triple-A league, and Omaha went to Nashville and Louisville and, I believe, Rochester. Um, and I, I don't know. I'm not going to be the budget cruncher here, but, it, you know, a thousand miles away is a long ways away to have a triple-A affiliate, and that's how far away Rochester, New York is right now when you're trying to do business back and forth. Does, how does that hold in one column compared to your travel budget if you're in Sioux Falls and you're plane flights away from everywhere else? I don't know. Again, this is, it's what the ownership wants, what the ownership of the Twins wants. And by the way, Chris Atterbury, before we get to Eric, clued us in a little bit more of what ownership and Twins ownership wants. The big club? No, they don't care. They don't, they don't care, care how many people are going. And I asked them if they care about if, if the club is making money. Does attendance matter? Does the factor of if Sioux Falls is not a great baseball town and the Canaries yes. don't draw well? That's not what Atterbury said. Here's his answer. They're, games. they're not. They're not. They don't get the ticket revenues. They just care about, honestly, more than anything, they want facilities. They want really good facilities, not just for the games, but they want really good facilities in terms of batting cages and workout areas and things of that nature. They want really good airport Mm -hmm. connections, and they want the organization to be solid. They don't want, uh, oh, we might sell this year. We're going to sell next year. They don't want to run their players through a bunch of stuff off the field uh, in the community, necessarily, they want them, you know, to have some level of control over that, um, because it, it's all about the people who run the club. Who- all right, so that's Chris Atterbury. Um, airport connections. I, I, I don't know how Sioux Falls falls into that qualification, but I do know if facilities are important, and Sioux Falls is going to build a new one in Sanford right now. Plans to build one. Um, if Sanford's willing to foot the bill or the Twins are willing to go in on that and the city of Sioux Falls doesn't have to pay too much and agrees to a payment, this is the kind of thing Sanford does. It makes total sense to me that it would happen. And you, what, what, what would you like, Minnesota Twins? What would you like in our facilities if facilities are so important to you? We'll do anything you want so long as, it, 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 as we can afford it. And I get it. Economy, long shot, maybe. But uh, that would, it all makes sense what Adderbury says. St. Paul doesn't have it, and they'd have to sell the Saints. Sioux Falls seems like a more feasible idea. Um, Eric, tires, 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 fan line. Craig and John, go ahead. Well, I'm not much of a baseball fan, and I'm not a Twins fan. But just I think Craig is on to something here with his bucket of cold water. But there's one caveat that I see, and it's uh, if, Tenny, if Denny Sanford decides he wants to write a check, and build it, then it could happen. 
because yes. the city's not going to have any money, all the reasons, the economics. You know, you could say Sanford Health is struggling right now because of the fact they can't do the elective surgery. Yeah. But then he decides to go into his coffers and write a check because he wants it to happen. He might say, well, what a better time to build than right now when the economy's down, maybe the cost of construction comes down, right? And what a better time to do it than, than right now. Yeah, I mean, a better I, way of putting that, Eric, is Denny Sanford isn't hurting right now. <laughs> he never no. will. And, and the other thing about it is, too, is, why would they want to use the St. Paul Saints? Wouldn't they be competing with themselves then in that market? For they'd have to sell the team. They'd, se- they'd have to sell the team. The Saints would have to be sold. You're not going to have a Triple A team and the Saints. But even still, you're still going to compete with yourself. Yeah, right. Then to me, that doesn't anyway. make a whole lot of sense. Well, they they're competing do, now, but yeah, but maybe not in the same way as you would if your Triple A guy, the guy you controlled, was there. Because some people might not care about independent baseball and would never go. But if it was the Twins AAA, so they'd be like, I'm not going to pay those big league prices. I'll just go watch the AAA team. Mm. Yeah. I that, don't know. Yes. Maybe that's a possibility. I think it is. Yeah. 69% of you. So you'd go to more baseball games in I Sioux think, Falls. I think people I think people probably would go to a yeah. few more. I think the fact you'd have a novelty of a new building. Yeah. But I don't think the city's going to be able to chip in anything. Yeah. No, I, it's going to have to be completely Sanford-backed because it's part yeah. of their play with their advertising. Yes. And their... There's their campus out there, and elite athletes come here to train. It would have to be part of their broader scope of yep. what they say that their mission is. Their global initiative. Yep. That, yep. Thank Absolutely. you, Eric. Appreciate it. Yeah, I think I we can. I am not so sure that the plan down the road by Sanford was to build a big stadium. Uh, I think it was more of a collegiate type stadium with other stadiums by it, uh, fields that the, they could use for for a junior or for. Uh, yeah high school ball Fair. or uh, little league play. I don't think there was any plans for them to be building a 60 or $70 million stadium. Yeah, but it's very fair. It'd be, it's, it'd be interesting to know what kind of conversations they've had with the Twins um, because, again, they already have a relationship with the Twins. But uh, all fair points, and uh, 73% of you said if this did happen, you know, you can believe it or not, but if it did happen, 73% of you would be going to more baseball games than you do now with the Canaries and the Birdcage. And then we'd have to talk about what would happen with the Canaries as well. That's something that we've kind of left out of the discussion today. And I'll leave you on this with Denny Sanford and Kelby Krabinoff and Sanford and sports entities and, and predictive behavior here, Augustana and uh, the Twins AAA Club ever coming here. After we did our... You know what? I'm going to save this. I'll save this statement when we come back. A telling statement Kelby Krabinoff made that could hint at the possibility of the Twins AAA affiliate coming here to a new ballpark in Sioux Falls. And uh, we still have time and phone lines open at 336-1230. And Craig and I, our final thoughts about the Vikings in the NFL draft tomorrow based off what Paul Allen told us earlier this hour. Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230, KWSN.com. Get the latest local sports news, scores, schedules, and columns from John Gaskins by going to KWSN.com. Also hear the station live and Craig and John segments on demand at KWSN. Craig and John brought to you by Plastic Surgery Associates. Over 36 years of serving the region. For face, body, and skin, go to Plastic Surgery Associates of SD.com. He's Craig Maddock. I'm John Gaskins. Do you know that I had in the chamber today, ready to fire out a great pandemic quarantine topic, Mount Rushmore of ACDC songs, Craig? We didn't need it today. Ooh, good. (laughs) Well, it would have been fun. 
Uh, I had Bill Murray movies, Mount Rushmore, ready yesterday. These are fun. People have been enjoying those type of things, comfort food during the quarantining times. But we've just had too many solid, compelling local and regional topics the last few days uh, to go along with the NFL draft this week. That uh, No time for that dilly-dally. But we will have old guy trivia on Friday in addition to reacting to the Vikings and all the other big stuff that happened in Thursday night's first round of the NFL draft. Uh, but, of course, tomorrow, Craig, our entire show, 3 to 6, what's going on right here? Yeah, the mock NFL draft. We will not be out at Blue Rock Bar and Grill this year. We will be inside. We'll have all our GMs on the phone, and they'll be ready to give us their picks when we start things off right after 3 o'clock tomorrow. And uh, no trades. No trades allowed in our mock draft, but still uh, our guys and um, the GMs, uh, they know their teams pretty well, and if they were the GM, they'd be giving us who they would pick if they were in that order. So looking forward to it tomorrow and looking uh, always fun to see if we have any surprise tomorrow but I, i'm pretty sure i'm pretty confident we're going to see burrow number one probably yeah. and washington will take uh, the defensive end out of um, um ohio state chase young but mm-hmm. but after that but after that who knows yeah that's that'll be fun it'll get everybody ready for the draft and are we doing it through fox sports radio is that how our Correct. draft coverage goes okay Correct. Yeah. good deal here on fox sports 981 am 1230 and kwsn.com uh, by the way, we had Paul Allen, voice of the Vikings, earlier today, 20 minutes. Sensational. All the big Vikings topics headed into the draft. Uh, what were your biggest takeaways from our chat with Paul that maybe give us hints as to what the Vikings might do? I am not so sure the Vikings are going to trade for Trent Williams. Uh, there's been talk. I, I think that has uh, come and gone. I think it's too expensive, maybe, and the yes. unsurety of, of Williams physicality uh, as well. He hasn't played in the last year. It kind of sounds like uh, corners and wide receivers are the, the top ones that that uh, the Vikings are looking at. Uh, I, I would be very disappointed if they don't take an offensive lineman in the first round. I'd be very disappointed because that is the biggest need they have to protect Kirk Cousins, to get better on that offensive line. If they don't take one at, at 22 and 25, I would be very disappointed. Yeah, I just hope they trade for Trent Williams and that all works out and they convince the team from Washington to haul Trent Williams over here. I still think he's worth the risk better than any left tackle they could have. and He's, he's recovered for the last year, but PA says there's been definite discussion on that. They like him. But uh, are they willing to give up what they need to give up? And that would solve left tackle. But, yeah, you're probably right on that. Although it does sound like another hint I got from PA is, indeed, we can bang our heads together about uh, Bart Winkler's idea, our Packer pal. He thinks Green Bay should trade up from 30 to get one of the top three studs at wide receiver. Just get one of the best. I still feel that way for the Vikings. Maybe not about trading up, but having a wide receiver first round. But the lean here is just reading the Paul Allen tea leaves that it is a deep wide receiver class and perhaps the yep. Vikings will not uh, spend a first round pick on a wideout. That is the impression that I got. And PA also said something we discussed yesterday at length. Antoine Winfield Jr. Remember that name. He's not just a safety. He's a possibility at nickel cornerback. And Mike, he's a Mike Zimmer prototype. And Mike Zimmer loves him and loves his dad. I know you don't love that idea, 
But uh, PA says short. he's five nine. He's short. He's got short <laughs> arms. Um, he's had injury issues, except for last year. Yeah. He's a physical player. I give him that. He's a good player. But all these Minnesota Gopher fans who go crazy over their own, thinking they're some of the top players at their position, he's probably number three or number four amongst all the safeties in the Vikings, unless they get rid of yeah. of um, oh the safety they. Uh, they take Anthony Harris. Anthony yeah. Harris. If they get rid of him, then Vikes will probably try to go after. PA didn't give any hints that they would. Oh, that's the one thing we didn't ask him. It was about Anthony Harris, which we should have. But you can hear the podcast kwsn.com on the podcast page. And I'll leave you with this about Sanford and Twins baseball and AAA. Kelby Kravinoff once told the Associated Press about having enough money for Augustana to go to Division One, and Sanford having enough money to support all that. He said, you're talking to a guy who convinced another guy to write a half a billion dollars worth of checks. That's T. Denny Sanford. He's Craig. I'm John. Say goodnight, Craig. Good night, Craig.